Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I need to find a second here. Well, Holding is going to hurl himself mm. into Michael Oliver's book there. I think he was getting a yellow card for the... Honestly, during the game, I didn't see it. Hello and welcome. What? <laughs> uh, uh, God knows. Why is it not on the screen? <laughs> no oh, idea. It ain't working, is it? It doesn't work, does it? Doesn't work. Yes, he's back. Talk. Speak to me. Speak to me. Uh, okay, here I am. It's me, Chappers. I'm Yay! Oh, excellent. For a minute, actually, you were coming through and I couldn't really hear you, so that was fantastic. This, I, I've got to say, mate, this has probably been the slickest start to the show that we've ever done. Exactly. Exactly. I think so. And it's uh, I'm just saying that to the lovely people uh, whilst you're away. Hello, Russ, by the way. Thanks for watching. Um, good evening, I'm Russ. just saying to the lovely people, they've come to the right place for a load of crap to get just to get away from all the rubbish that's going on with our football club at the moment. Yeah. We're going to lighten the mood, aren't we? We are going to lighten the mood. Yeah. And instead of a, the, the rubbish that's going on at our football club, you can watch the rubbish that's happening right here. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, I at, least it's, at least it's fun and rubbish. It's entertaining. It's fun. It's the business, my friend. What can I say? Exactly. Exactly, man. So, we have I got... Sorry, I was going to say, we have got uh, a new segment today that we're going to sort of try and introduce, if we remember. That, and that's the key thing, if we remember to carry it on. And it is called, uh, what did I call it? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think hot of a, takes a or something? I don't know. Controversial. Hot, takes, hot takes, controversial, edgy opinions, something along those lines. We'll have to come up with a, an actual name for the section. Yeah, absolutely. Um, come up with a really, yeah. really excellent jingle uh, I, that'll only half work as well. <laughs> this is where this is why we're on the same wavelength for my son, my son, because I was just about to say we have to come up with a jingle. Yes, um, indeed. So yeah, I mean, uh, have you got one ready? Because I've got two actually for today, and I, I, I think I've we should only one well. each going forward. You go first, then, Chappers, with your first one. Now, are we doing it now? Do we? Yes. Do we need to do a disclaimer so that we're not going to get sued or taken off air by YouTube? Uh, or no, no, I don't think so. I, I, no. I mean <laughs> it was about Kieran Tierney. Okay. Okay. Now, what really annoys me is people cannot seem to pronounce his surname. Why do people have to? Why do people have a problem with tyranny? Now, if I have to hear one more person say tyranny, I will go mad. What, how can you say? How can you not say Kieran tyranny? Tyranny. Tia knee. Now, yeah. tear out your eye. 
knee. Tyranny. Now, it's it's not tyranny, because that is quite bad stuff that happened in days of yore. Yeah. Back in in the days when, uh, when, um, when, when I got my internet installed. Back in the, like... Dark ages. Not quite that. I don't think it's quite that long ago, but it's still <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> Probably around the time of the Vikings. Um, now, yeah, yeah. Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah, he was. He liked a bit of tyranny, didn't he? Or tyranny, whatever it is. He, exactly. uh, Genghis Khan loved a bit of that, but he didn't have any Wi-Fi. So you know, who's winning here? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> How do you know? He might have. He well, might have had a. a, a he might have had a contract with three, or he might have at least had WAP on his phone. <laughs> oh my God, that's a long time. Well, I think I think it means uh, uh, WAP means a different thing nowadays, doesn't it? It's uh, yeah. very naughty, very naughty indeed. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you not? It there's a there's a there's a, a pop song, a pop song that's come out quite recently. WAP. Oh, uh, Nicki Minaj, oh, yeah. I think it is. Is it Nicki Minaj? You'll have to tell me off air. It's What's very real. It's very sexy. Oh, yeah. oh is it? Oh, yeah. It yeah. might, might be too worldly for me then in that case. Yeah, get a gander of the video, mate. You'll probably have a heart attack, but, you know, it, it, okay. you, at least you go happy. I'll have a look when I'm in bed later, then that'd be, uh, that'd be good. Something to look forward yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, that's too much information. <laughs> You give your edgy opinion, your first one. Okay. Well, it's not it's not really Arsenal based, I'm afraid. But I, I, no, I Arsenal based. Oh no, no, no. Good. Right. So the first one is I think a lot of people's get a lot of people would share my opinion, actually. Um, but uh, you know, a, a very mainstream opinion that happens this this time of year, right? Christmas songs, they're wank. I hate oh. them, all of them. I can't stand like you know, people call me a bit of a humble. Actually, you know what? That's a bit harsh. That's a bit harsh because there are some songs that I don't mind, you know. But the, the shit that you hear on the radio day in, day out, I can't be doing with it. I know people say, oh, it gets you in the mood. gets you. Oh, doesn't this make you feel nice and Christmassy? No, it makes me feel that there have been no new, new musical ideas in the last, 50 years, man. I know. Drives I, me mad, mate. Oh, it's, I mean, you you're know, not it's alone. The same thing. Find a catchy tune, um, write some trite lyrics that don't mean anything, you know, that, are, you know, decorate it, so to speak, with, with, with words that are associated with Christmas. And hey, Presto, you've got yourself a hit on your hands, haven't you? Um, There's one. One that has been done in the last, well, what you could call relatively modern times, yeah. that I think is good. It's actually a good song and it's fun. And that is Christmas Time, Don't Let the Bells End by The Darkness. You see, even I can't get on board with that one. I must have never liked it. It's good. I think it's, it, they, they take the mickey out themselves in the video. And that, I think is, they, they, that is its one redeeming feature. Yeah. Actually. And, it's, uh, you know, it, it's actually comparable to the, you know, like the um, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. No, no, no. What's it? The um, Slade. Um, and that sort of It's comparable to, to the those types of songs, a wizard, you know, and that's why I think it's all right. 
Other than that. I'm not saying, <laughs> you know, and like um, the Pogues, I've heard it too much, too often, because that's actually quite a good song. It's not specifically a Christmas song, really. No, but not really. But I've heard it too many times and I can't stand it anymore. Uh, but no, I totally agree with you, mate. I totally agree. I would rather listen to carols, and I'm not even a religious man. I would rather listen to Christmas carols. Although, I'll tell you a fun story, actually. I was roofing. Uh, I, I was working uh, with, a, with a mate who shall remain nameless, but he could be a grumpy bastard at times. Uh, he was all right. He's a lovely guy, but he could be a grumpy old bastard at times. And I would always bring a radio in. We'd have the radio on. It was fine. You know, we listened to the brilliant little companion for us to get through the day. Uh, I remember we were doing a job and it was particularly, it was quite an annoying roof. It was, um, it was a stone tile roof, but the pitch of the roof was such, it was what, maybe 20 degrees, which really for a stone tile roof, it's not that it's really not the ideal pitch for, for an elevation. So in fact, it, it does Is make it quite annoying. Sorry, it, Is it literally just uh, about roofing this uh, anecdote or? <laughs> no, but I thought I'd uh, I'd, I'd share overshare. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so like anyway, the, the elevation is too small for a normal scaffold. Okay, so we've got like a little tower scaffold, and um, yeah, I put it. I, I think I'd had enough of the Christmas songs, you know. And I said, found another radio station. There were some carols on, and my mate was like, oh, "Don't put the carols on." And I was like. Oh, come on, man. It's nice. It's really nice. He said, don't put the carols on. I said, look, come on. Where's your Christmas spirit? Get into it. Do you know what I mean? He said, don't put the fucking carols on. And <laughs> toe-ended my radio off the scaffold, <laughs> over next door's garden, onto the patio. <laughs> onto the patio. Smashed the bloody thing. Uh, that, I mean, that was it. That was the end of, of all carols and the end of also, goodwill to all men. <laughs> so there you go. God, bloody, I mean, that is bar humbug. <laughs> now, Russ, Russ has said, um, how can anyone not like Last Christmas by Wham? I'm going to gloss over that. that I'm going to save yourself. I'm going to save you because I like you. I'm not going to answer that one myself at all. So I'll gloss over it. But thanks for watching, Russ. I do appreciate it. Yeah, mate. you're a good lad, Russ, but no, mate. No. Get out of town. Lion, Lion Harley has followed me on um, Twitch. Thank you, Lion. I don't know if that's my first follower. Maybe. Maybe. I will follow you back, and I do appreciate it. Thanks for watching. So, second edgy opinion. Go for it, mate. For me. <sighs> Again, it's it's related to me listening to podcasts all day. And the reason I listen yeah. to podcasts all day is because exactly what you just said. They play the same songs over and over again all day on the radio. Plus, they play the news every half an hour. And I can't stand it. So I listen to podcasts. But there's a, something that really, really irritates me about podcasts. Well, two things, actually. Two things. Uh, the first one is the use of the word narrative. I can't stand it. Why, why all of a sudden has people got to, they think that they've got to put the word narrative into 
anything they're talking about. And every paragraph that they're talking about, they have to fit the word narrative into it. Stop. Please, just stop. It's not clever. It's not funny. And it does not make you sound intelligent. Okay? I mean, what was wrong with good old-fashioned story? Also, peace, when they're talking about something they've written. Why is it not an article anymore? Why <laughs> is it not point. an article? Why mm. do they say, I've written a piece? Mm. Why? I, that's, um, yeah, I've got to be honest with you. Um, I don't, I, I, I've, I've, I mean, I have noticed it now you've said it, but I don't. It drives me mad. Drives me no, mad. I, but also, I, I, when, that, when that changed, you know. There's also another thing. I don't Go know why on. the people realise. We're well, listening to you run, aren't we? No, it's fine. You carry mate, on, mate. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, right. Th this is the thing. The other, the uh, God, it really, really grinds on me. They people that do that. I can't. I don't know if I can do it. Actually, I've never done it before. But when they're talking close to their microphone, as they as they do, when they talk talking about anything, go. Yeah, well, when you're talking about uh, Arsenal's current run of form, did you hear that? When they they suck spit back through their teeth at the end of each sentence, I don't know whether you really whether you've noticed that as well. Um, <laughs> it's, it's what I would call the, um, isn't it? Oh, God. Joe Wiley used to do that um, quite a lot. I mean, well, I guess she's still on the radio, isn't she? So I, she, but she used to do that all the time. Oh, mate, as soon as you notice it, you can't unhear it, and it happens at the end of each sentence. And it, it's yeah. just crept in. It never used to happen. Do people think that that's a cool thing to do or something? I don't know. It's just come out of nowhere. And I've listened to podcasts all day, and I've got, we've got, I had a good question from Russ. What's our favourite podcast, which we can move on to? After, uh, we are, are going to crack on to that at some point. But that's what, uh, what you were saying. Oh, I've got a take on. I just said I've got a take on um, on why that might happen. That 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 thing. But you carry on. Finish what you're saying. I'll just say that that's it really for me. That's just the end of my gripe really. But okay, just stop. Anyway, yes. What's your second one? Well, I've just got a take on on what you were going what you were saying, and and a possibility as as to why people might actually do it. And that is um, because so you get podcasts have really obviously become massively popular over the last uh, maybe ten years, I suppose. Certainly in the last so three to four years, there's podcasts fucking everywhere, you know. But uh, I would say that the reason for this uh, that you that that kind of happened, yeah. Mm. I think that when it comes to people presenting radio, um, a lot of radio professionals are have have the kind of um, are really aware of their technique. And so when when, they're, when you're with the mic and when you're singing as well, it's the same thing when you're singing. Um, when you take a breath, uh, breath in, you back away from the microphone. Um, so mm. as to not not to amplify it, but here's my so here's my take. I think that obviously podcasts have become a lot uh, a lot more popular over the last three four years because they're very easy to do and they're very easy to set up. Um, 
but you don't necessarily have to have or need that that vocal training or that radio training to be able to uh uh to, you know to do a podcast therefore I hope you get your point they're not aware of it i totally get your point but yeah the, the i've been listening to these certain podcasts i'm not going to name them the, <laughs> the specific ones for a long time an awful yeah. long time yeah and they've, only, they've just started doing it recently oh really and quite pronounced yeah quite pronounced uh. It's as if they think that it sounds good to the listener oh. or something. I don't know. It's just really odd. Really odd. Podcast chic. Hmm. Anyway, what's your, second, what's your second one? Uh, well, a lot of people aren't going to like this one. A lot of people are not going to like this at all. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most controversial by far. Here it comes. What's the point? What's the fucking point of cake? Uh, <laughs> right. No, seriously, I'm I'm very, very serious about this, right? There's only I'm one cake. There's only one cake. No, well, that's the point, isn't it? Everybody, I think, is not as much of a fan of cake as they would like to admit. Um Fat kids, fat kids are. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. But they'll eat anything, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. They'll eat anything they get their grubby little hands on. But the, the thing is, is that cake, right? Now, everyone goes, oh, brilliant. What an effort you've done, you've made to make that cake. Now, sometimes it might be a shit cake. Sometimes it might be an all right cake. But sometimes <laughs> you're just not in the mood for cake. In fact, for me, most of the time, I'm not in the mood for cake. I don't get me wrong. I will eat cake. Okay, I'm not. It's not like I think it's disgusting. I will eat it. Okay, but like you, somebody makes a big cake, and, and everyone goes, "Oh, cake!" No, not oh cake. Oh fuck! Oh, no. oh, it's cake. Why did you? Why did you bother? Sorry. So, why, why did you, you bother? bother? Why would you? Well, what is my problem with it? Do you say? No, no. You just want to say, why did you bother making that cake? <laughs> I, look, I understand. It's a, it's a fun. I mean, everybody loves the fucking Bake Off, don't they? Again, not no, no, they don't. No, they don't. I don't. I've never watched it in my life. I would never watch it. <laughs> That's good to hear. Good to hear. But I mean, I, you know, I don't know if anyone listening or anyone listening thinks about it. But I just think cake is overrated and a bit pointless. Um. It's not as nice as everyone thinks it's going to be. Uh, I I will say the only thing, the only exception that I really make here is, well, I do like cheesecake, but that's not really a cake, is it? No, and that's a dessert. Um, but I will make an exception for those lovely, delicious Jaffa cake bars. Jaffa cake bars. Yeah, they're, they're nice. Are they, well, they're not really a cake, though, are they? Well, here we go. this is another opinion altogether, isn't it? Yeah. Well, are these Jaffa cakes a cake, or are they some kind of biscuit? Well, if they I come mean, in a Jaffa cake cake bar, they're kind of a cake, aren't they? Well, yeah, the cake bar, I suppose. Yeah, but not a Jaffa but, cake in but, itself. It's not a big slab of cake, is it? It's not a, fu a, a fucking no. tranche of cake. It's like 
when someone gives you a cake, a whole massive, like a heavy fruit cake. Now I like, I don't mind the odd slice of a, a moist fruit cake, right? And because my family are all my strange family, all from Yorkshire, they eat a, a slice of fruit cake with a piece <laughs> of cheese, which I like. It sounds so, really weird. Is this just at so, Christmas? Oh, sorry. Or this is it, it, it just in general? In general, with a piece of fruit cake, with a cup of tea, you have a, you have, you have a bit of cheese with it. Oh, a bit of cheese. Yeah, yeah. I can't now, make it any worse. I, I don't mind that every now and then, but one slice would do me for ages. You know, I'd, I'd be happy with that, and it will last me for until the next. Have a slice of cake months down the line. You know, <laughs> one, one slice of fruit cake would probably, you know, that, I mean, I think don't, like, don't, what are you don't supposed to do with the whole cake? I hibernate. You know, exactly. <laughs> what are you going to do with the whole cake? You know, you, you don't want to have several slices of cake a day until you've finished it, do you? Like day after day after day. So I don't know what you're supposed to do with a whole cake. You know, I just, yeah, thank you, but a slice would have done. You Thank know. you, but no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take it away with you. You know, you don't want it to go to waste. I'm on a diet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Quite, quite right. Quite right, sir. Quite right. Anyway, I've so there, there we go. That's, that's my cake My cake rant. I, I proper proper um, went for it, didn't I? I, I didn't yeah. realise it was going to be so – one of, it was going to be such an impassioned uh, ramble, uh, soliloquy, in fact, about, about the humble – cake no i was you know i'm very very happy the way it went and you know uh, uh, tune in next week ladies and gentlemen for some more hot takes oh yeah and edgy edgy opinions mm. um i've had a question from loist loist boy loist boy thank you very much thank you very much and uh for for your question question for my main man andrew what kind of toothpaste do you want um <laughs> What is it? It's the red one that is for sparkling white. Colgate Max White or something, I think it's called. Red and white. Um, what you say? It's, yeah, it's in a red tube. And it's the only one I have, really, because it, it really makes the mouth feel completely and utterly fresh, as if you just mouthwashed with some very strong mouthwash. And that is what, what I'm on. Thank you for your question. What are you on then, Chappers? Uh, me? Uh, I am on the vilest toothpaste known to man. It's fucking disgusting. But I have to have it because I have bad gums, you see. So, um, yeah, it's it's Corsadil, it's called. It's, it's Ooh. Oh, it's, it's oh. honestly, mate, it's the worst. It is the worst. It just tastes horrid. Um I mean, I what I must Can't admit, you use some normal stuff after it afterwards. Well, yeah, you can do, but it's the thing is, it's it's quite good for your gums, you see. So, I do I do sometimes. Usually, I brush my teeth thrice a day, thrice a day. It, so after I use the Corsadil once in the morning and once in the evening. Um, but in uh, usually, sorry, once well, before I go to bed. But in the evening, when I get home, I I usually sort of brush my teeth because I like to freshen up a little bit. And I I'll use the Corsadil, and then I use oh I've forgotten what it's called. Oh, it don't H really matter. H Y. I'm really interested. But yeah, I've, oh, I'm interested. I've never heard question, of Corsadil. Yeah. No, it wasn't my question. It was Loist Boys. 
Oh, okay. Well, you you asked me what, what toothpaste I was on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, the, the Arm and Hammer. I'm not keen on Arm and Hammer, Russ. Isn't he an actor? Arm and Hammer. Uh, Arm and... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Arm, I used to, we had a player called Arm and Triore, I think, didn't we, at one point? We did, yeah. yes. Once upon a time. Did. Didn't, um, he go, he didn't he go to Barcelona or somewhere? He went somewhere like where you... No, that was Van Bronckhorst that went there. Oh, yeah, but... I, I'm going to have to look this up, you know, because I'm sure he went somewhere and we all went, he he went there. I'm not sure about whether he did. Uh, uh, maybe I completely... Uh, oh, yes. No. Yeah, absolutely. No. He went from Arsenal to the Dizzy Heights of Queen's Park Rangers. <laughs> that's right i remember that now you say it yeah i don't think <laughs> no, he, already made no, any he did he went to juve for a while he went to juve on loan to juventus Bloody hell. I yeah know. Not you. so did uh um lord bentner oh he yeah went there on loan as well didn't he what he we wouldn't he... give for lord bentner <laughs> banging him in I, I swear to god he would be perfect now with all yeah. that crossing. yeah yeah mm. yeah uh, either either him or Jesus Christ would be quite good for us at the moment. But anyway, I won't go down that I won't go down that path. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, we're not going to talk about the um, the miserableness of Arsenal at the moment. But what we can talk about uh, is the wonderful Euro, uh, Europa League, which is back tomorrow. Oh, and. These are the games we play well at, aren't they? Yeah, but it's such a, it's almost a shame that it's the last uh, group game tomorrow because, um, yeah, we're going to miss that over Christmas because it's been the the real joy of watching Arsenal at the moment. And uh, well, the, the, the way that, yeah, the, the, yeah, I mean, the way that, uh, I think it uh, might have been the, um, we'll come on to your question in a minute, Russ, about um, our favourite podcast. But talking about this, that again, uh, I was listening to, I think it was um, the Arsenal Vision uh, podcast the other day, and they were saying about the great win that we had last week in the Europa League, and uh, can you sort of contextualise it um, between that the performance the performance we're putting out in that competition versus the Premier League? And I, the way I do it, I've always have. I, I see it as... Each match that comes up, I see it as its own individual match. I don't really care who we're playing. I just want to see Arsenal win football matches. I don't know whether you, what the way that you feel about it. I don't. I don't. I prefer, we like win them. I prefer that we won rather than drew or lost. To be of honest, course, with yeah. I, mean, I like. <laughs> I see each match as. I don't look at the great, the bigger picture when I'm sitting down and watching Arsenal. If you know what I mean? I, I just yeah. want to enjoy that match. So I don't yeah. care who we play, uh, and the crap of the, the opponent, the better for me because I want to see loads of goals. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't care less if we, you know, we played someone from the national league every week because we'll be uh, get great wins. I don't care about how crap our opponents are, and it annoys me a little bit that people keep going, going yeah, but you've got, they've always got to do that, you've got yeah. to put, you know, uh, it's only to play and all that. But I, a good performance is a good performance, and I just enjoy watching Arsenal win. Um, so uh, I'm not really bothered about that. 
But tomorrow, I really, really, really hope, because there's no way that we can't not win the group now, just put out as many youth players as possible. It would be great to see, don't you think? Um, well, to be honest with you, I saw I saw a beautiful tweet from good old Eddie Longbridge earlier. Yeah. And, uh, and it said, um, had a picture of, of Granite Xhaka, and it said... Uh, this man needs to play tomorrow. In fact, he needs to play the full 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I love. Oh, no. <laughs> no. oh, yeah. I see where you're going with that one. Yeah, nice one. Um, yeah. I, yeah I, no, I, I, I agree with you. Um, and it's, I mean, in, in, interestingly, that's also, I suppose, another controversial opinion in itself, isn't it? Is, is that actually Europa League games are good to watch or are enjoyable to watch. Um because we win them for a start. I mean, mm. you know, um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Uh, you can only beat who's in, in front of you, can't you? I think yeah, that, exactly. um, I think that, um, are we, if we win tomorrow, would, would we have a hundred percent record? Would that yeah, be the first yeah. time ever? First yeah. time ever, I think. See, that's, that's not to be sniffed at, is it? You know, and people go, oh, well, it's, uh, um, I don't know, bootlick carpet munch or whatever they're called, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of them are like, um, you know, that like the teams that uh, that lot down the road have been playing, they're like um, Wi Fi passwords, aren't they? Really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, True I, I, um, what was I going to say? Damn, my brain is going to mush. I was going to ask you a question then as well. You, were you talking uh, about podcasts? Were you, were you, were you going there, or were you, were you? No, it wasn't. But yeah, let's move on to that one because I was going to anyway, and it'll come before back. You to me do, before mm. you do, um, I think uh, I, I think we we may not have done this actually already. Um, no, I don't think we've done this. But do you want to explain um, what the one hundred not out is all about? Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, should we raise a glass? Yes, we should. Well, it's a tin. But yeah, yeah, well, same here. Let's do that. Happy 100th episode. May Cheers. all here's to many more, my friend. Yes, here's, here's to another hundred, and may everyone sail happy or whatever it is when they smash a champagne. What do they say when they put a champagne bottle against a new uh, boat or whatever? May Bottoms all... up, let's oh, the Titanic, something like that. Who um... said we wouldn't make it to a hundred? Anyway, here's to another hundred. And thank yeah. you to everyone that's... Uh, tonight, that's In fact, I might open another one. Yes, good on you. Good on you. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say, but let's move on to the podcast. All right, yeah, cool. Um, I've actually got... There's, there's one that I'm really, really enjoying at the moment. What's it? And uh, it's... I don't know. It's, it's by <laughs> Ellis and John from Radio 5 Live. Have you ever heard of them? Uh, I've heard been... of them. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I Ellis don't know James who they are. John Robbins. Yeah, oh, Ellis Robbins, James and John Robbins. So funny. So, so funny. And it, they, I love... They've got a, a podcast that comes... Well, they've got two different podcasts, but I think one of them was just finished because it was especially for lockdown. Yeah. But they just talk about really random stuff. And in fact, I've just given away something as well because, you know, our edgy opinions... Yeah, um, brand new section. Copied it from them. All oh, right, <laughs> hold, my hands, hold my hands up. Really, but they they have really random 
topics that they discuss, uh, like texting topics and all that. And some of them, I mean, I, I'm the sort of person, right, who, when I used to watch a, load, a lot of telly before or watch movies and stuff like that, I could find things really funny, but I won't actually laugh out loud. Yeah. I, I, will, just, I will just laugh inside and think, oh, that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> On occasions, I listen to Ellis and John, and I actually laugh out loud whilst I'm listening to it whilst I'm at work. Exactly. It's really good, really, really good. And it's just like stupid random stuff, but it's they're both comedians. And yeah. um, it's in Bristol, actually. My next John really funny. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I saw him um supporting Mark Watson um actually one time at the Hen and Chicken. Oh, that was quite a few oh, years ago. But yeah, he's he's a funny guy. He used to go out with uh, Sarah Pascoe. Sarah Pascoe? Yeah, comedian. I don't know her. Blonde hair, very funny. I'd probably recognise her face then if I saw her. I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really... Oh, that's good. Yeah, he's a very funny bloke. He... That moves me actually. Just a quick segue, which I wouldn't. I'd let you go next, but normally, but it's a great segue for me to go into my next one because he was a guest on um, another really, really good podcast that I listened to as well that I loved, and that is um, Quickly Kevin Will He Score. Oh yeah, so good. I I haven't actually. uh, See, I listened to a load of those, and then they stopped making them for a while. Um, and I, I, to be honest, I didn't get back into it. I, are they still doing it then? Are they? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, excellent, it's so funny, and it's all about 90s football. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, John Robbins was a guest on it, giving his all time worst Liverpool <laughs> 11 from the 90s. Yeah, um, to uh, in the one I listened to today, so that was a good little segue moving over to that as well. And that, but I love that, and it, they're going through. Well, they have done in the past, but they're, they're redoing it in more depth uh, for patrons um, recently. And um, they go through all the three books that Steve Bruce wrote. Um, oh, God, that was, excellent. that was an excellent. That was an excellent. So funny. Yeah, oh, oh great. should I say. There's three books. Three books. That have, and they went, they went through all of them. What was called um, Defender? Yeah. What was called and one was called Striker, Defender, and Sweeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really good. So, so, so funny. Yeah, oh, it's great. It's called Steve. Steve Barnes is his character, isn't it? That's right. Steve yeah. Barnes. Oh, it's so good. So so good. But apparently, <laughs> those books are go for about a grand each on eBay. You know, I oh, hear. Yeah. Oh, I hear. Mad yeah. madness. Um, so. Just uh, just uh, just as a kind of little aside to that as well, um, talking of very badly written books, I urge our um, our listeners uh, watchers, where you were, well, what should we call them, listeners watchers, uh, to um, to go out and check out uh, the uh, autobiography of Don Estelle. Now if, uh, I don't know if anyone knows who <laughs> Don Estelle is, but he I was. Know who he is, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he was in a a, a, a TV program um, in the eighties called "It Ain't Half Hot Mum," and it was. I mean, it, to, to be fair, it's dated very badly. It's there were you know quite a lot of old sort of casual racist tropes. In it. But, um, yes, exactly. Yes, all that stuff. And um, anyway, so Donna Star was in that, 
And he wrote, wrote this autobiography, which he seemingly released without any kind of editor or anything <coughs> like that. Um, now, as a result of this, it was possibly the worst autobiography ever written. Um, I haven't read the whole thing, actually. I don't know if it is available, but there are some absolutely choice excerpts from it. If you search it out online, there are uh, at least nine mentions, I think, of, oh, where was it? Somewhere up north. Oh, somewhere up north. Um, but it keeps talking. It keeps talking about this town hall, this particular town hall, like not Burnley, but somewhere like that, the Burnley Town Hall, and uh, and how amazing it is. And he just and and there's so much kind of bitter and twisted because I think he descended into alcoholism as well, and and you know sort of died mm. a lonely death. I think. Don't quote me on that. I might be wrong, but uh, he uh, yes he just rants about all kinds of things and uh, that he hates about modern times and why he can't get any work anymore and you know it's i mean it is a very tragic comic should i say and there's yeah, also yeah. there's also <laughs> an excellent anecdote about how he fell down a manhole whilst lo looking at a pair of breasts in moscow <laughs> <laughs> He's on about that. He must be on about their level because he was tiny, wasn't he? He's about four foot nothing <laughs> in heels. I, 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 if, as far as I can remember, I think that the, the kind of punchline to the anecdote is: ladies really do make the world go round, don't they? <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. But um, yeah, I oh, urge people to go and I really urge people to go and check that out because it is absolute comic, tragic comic gold. Yeah, oh, definitely. If anyone could. Could uh, uh, notify me of what that town hall is. I'd be most most appreciated. <laughs> um, Windsor Davis was, was the uh, Welshman with a, a little tash as well, wasn't it? He's yes, that's show. right. The uh, major. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, the guy out of Carry On Films was in it as well, wasn't he? Um, the big, uh, the, the big guy. No, the really wimpy guy the, with um, glasses. Oh. Oh, Charles Hawtrey, yeah. was he in it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh. I can picture him with one of those sort of uh, hmm. hats, like the. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was good. Uh... But uh, anyway, yeah, podcasts, podcasts. Sorry, yeah. I got sidetracked again. Yeah, uh, what's your, what ones do you like then? I know you gave me a good recommendation as well, uh, which I, I really, really like. Uh, was um, that the, the Blind Boy podcast? Blind Boy, yeah, yeah. That's that's the one I was about to say, actually. Yeah, mm, um, really good. I really yeah, I love it. I mean, I I I sort of stumbled upon it actually when when I was I was in a pretty dark place at the time with my mental health, and um, I I, I well, I told this story I think um, mm, weeks yeah. back on the forum. I went to um to see a mate, and we we hung out and chatted, and like you know, he, he kind of help me recenter a little bit really and he said uh, well you know have you listened to the blind boy podcast he's done some really good episodes on mental health where he talks about cognitive behavioral uh, therapy and uh, transactional analysis and stuff like that and um, so that was where i sort of started listening to it um but he just talks about so much more with regards to um i mean he's a really knowledgeable fella so 
He says, this incredibly intelligent guy. Yeah, really, really yeah. intelligent. And, I mean, one of his things is, is just like, you know, looking up interesting stuff on the internet. Like, oh, that looks interesting. I'll do some research on that. Um, and he does, he quite often does these, you know, very amusing sort of hot takes, which sometimes sort of border into, uh, well, fun conspiracy theory territory, shall we say. But he's very yeah. self-aware. So he'll say, look, this is just a hot take. It's just for for your entertainment, you know. Yeah. You don't necessarily believe that it's true. You don't, you know. Most of the time, I'm talking out of my ass, but um, you know, it's there for your entertainment. And I I quite like that. He he, he uh, often links to apparently, uh, you know, uh, unconnected things, and then yeah, we'll go on this entire ramble that makes you think, oh yeah, okay, I see where you went with that. But yeah, he's yeah. really erudite guy very funny and um yeah it's it's he, he talks often about the podcast hug which I, I i always kind of get when i listen to him you know that yeah. kind of intimate sort of warm fuzzy feeling that you get from just kind of being taken away into your own little world with your headphones on or whatever you know it's really good yeah, i on. recommend it there's a um, another one that's uh, talking about Alice James, the another the Welsh guy that uh, we just spoke about in my my last choice. Um, there's another one called, which again you made me act, you know laugh out loud the um, the last episode of I uh, heard last week, and it's called the socially distant sports bar, <laughs> and it's, it's it's basically just three guys, Welsh guys, all of them. Um, it's uh, Mike Bubbins, Ellis James, and Steph Guerrero, and they just talk like uh, for an hour or so, uh, as if they're in the pub. And but it's, it's the I think they I don't know whether they were all comedians again, um, but it's absolutely hilarious. And there was there was a, a piece in it last week. I might have to um. Uh, try and dig it out, and I'll put the link in um, into the, the show description afterwards. But it went on for about you know this just this particular piece of conversation, and I can't have to forgive me. I can't remember exactly what it was about, but it went on for maybe 10, 15 minutes, and I just had me in stitches. So so funny. I really recommend it. But the socially distant sports bar. Have a look for that I, on your. I, I'm googling uh, it now, mate. It's, it's so so good, so good. Um, I, uh, another one I highly recommend uh, to listen to. Um, Got it. It's on the list. It's on the list. Fantastic. And obviously, most Arsenal fans have um, heard of the, the Tuesday Club. Um, if you haven't, what the hell? But you've got to, you've got to have that on your listening list, surely. Uh, it's, it's, again, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Alan Davies. Mm. Um, Ty Ty Papula, uh, Ke uh, Keith Dover, um, the general. Oh, who's the other ones? I can't think of the, the other ones now, but anyway, you, you, I'm sure you know, but that's a fantastic one. I can't get enough of. And I, I started listening to that from the beginning because I think it started in about 10 years ago or you know, nine, 10 years ago, and I started listening all the way from the beginning. Um, and I mainly do that after Arsenal have lost. 
So I don't want to listen to all the podcasts about Arsenal losing and how crap we are for <laughs> two or three days after. So I'll, I'll go back and listen to some old ones. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, absolutely really, really, really funny. Have you got any more that you want to plug? Yeah, there's one more actually. Uh, yeah, that's that's. Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously, I do listen. To, I, I would say that the the, the the Arsenal podcasts that I listen to the most are obviously the Ask Cast and uh, the Arsenal Vision, yeah. and uh, sometimes listen to the Handbrake Off podcast as well. Yeah, um, yeah. and Tuesday Club sometimes as well. Um, but uh, I'm going to go for something that's non-Arsenal again. Um, it's one called Imaginary Advice, uh, which is this guy called uh, Ross Sutherland, and he's a sort of writer, poet, and he does these sort of monthly podcasts, I would say, where he – it's really, really difficult to describe it because it's usually some some kind of story or some kind of writing – that he's sort of showcasing, but they've always got some kind of a sort of twist to them, if you like. So the mm. last, the last sort of little series that he did was something called the Golden House, which was. Um, so the other thing I like about it as well is that he does all his own sound design. Um, so all the sound design that he does is uh, really complementary to the music, uh, not the music, sorry, the, the the writing that he's kind of reading out, but. Uh, so this one um, was, uh, sorry, The Golden House. And it was a six-part kind of puzzle series. Yeah. So the premise was that, so he played a guy who was a, um, some guy that lived in a fictional research facility that was based on the Isle of Wight. And yeah. right at the beginning of the, uh, of the podcast, you get a, a fictional journalist saying, right, well, this... Uh, I'm I'm an imaging shelf test. I think she calls this. I'm imaging shelf test, and uh, this is a, a puzzle um, that I've been trying to solve. So there was this pot, this research facility on the Isle of Wight, and what they did is to dispel some of the rumours about it. They did a six-part podcast series, and um, so he does these 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 six episodes where he's playing this guy that works at the golden house trying to dispel all these rumors that are happening but actually inside each episode is like a coded uh way of finding out finding something out and when you can when you find that thing out it takes you to another place and you get an extra bit of audio of him talking about what actually happens there and what's actually happening oh, and wow. it, it was really i mean it was tricky actually it was quite tricky but um got there in the end they get harder and harder as you go along but um i really really enjoyed that and he's done all sorts of things he's done like he did like um a two-part thing about dave stewart um but uh dave stewart from the arrhythmics but he's an exorcist he's like a rock star <laughs> that was quite a yeah. fun one and there was one yeah. way um seven different costume parties where so at the first part, he, he he meets this really smug guy who's always constantly trying to outdo him at the cos costume parties. And they go to ridiculous, ridiculous lengths, basically, to um, to outdo each other. And it just gets silly. It just gets really silly. I highly That's recommend good. it. I highly recommend it. Imaginary Advice, it's called. <clears throat> it's, um, I've got that on my list now. I've, already, I've just done that. There's another one. 
I'm going to um, recommend, again, not on Arsenal one, but it is a football one, and it's called Life Goals with Theo Delaney. And it's uh, it's basically uh, a rip-off of Mesa Island Discs, so I do. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it's been going on for a, a while. And I'll just read out the uh, actual uh, blurb. Um Every football fan knows it's the goals that really stay with you, such as their um, emotional impact. Oh, sorry, I'm putting my glasses on. Um, in life goals, well-known football fanatics relive the eight defining goals of their lives with host Theo Delaney and reflect on what was happening at the time, and it all comes flooding back. And basically, with each goal, they give a, a song that uh, reminds them of that period of their life as well. Yeah. So it's really, really interesting. Um, and it, really, really good. And it's, you know, a bit of a, everyone knows, you know, when you think back of a certain goal, you instantly remember that stage of your life and uh, what, what it sort of means to you at that point in your life and why that's, that goal is particularly resonant in your life. And, but they've had some really, really good guests on as well. And some of the music choices, again, are, you know, that go alongside them, it's, it's really, really interesting as well. But um, which was the one? There's uh, uh, Danny Kelly, that's the one. It was in two oh, yeah. parts. I don't know if you know Danny Kelly. Isn't he a Spurs fan? Uh, yeah, I was just about to say, he's one of two Spurs fans I really, really like. Who's <laughs> um, the other? Him, I think he's he's so interesting that Danny Kelly. He's actually he's one that I actually like. Um, Tim uh, Vickery, Tim oh, Vickery. Right. The um, uh, he's a uh, obviously a football pundit, but he he lives over in Brazil. He's lived there for about thirty years. <clears throat> so anything, he's a specialist on South American football. All oh, right, um, but I I could listen to him talk about football all day you know I, and that's another good podcast is the world football phoning uh with Dotton Adebayo and Tim Vickery yes I have yeah so I've good. Listened to that. that's brilliant brilliant oh, yeah so interesting so so interesting but Tim Vickery oh yeah he's just amazing and that he's the reason why I've got a lot of confidence in um Pablo Mari because okay. he before he joined Arsenal, um, and bearing in mind Tim Vickery's a spud, he still gave him, you know, a really good glowing um, recommendation. And he talked yeah. about him for a while. In fact, I clipped it and I put it onto one of my podcasts, in, you know, months ago, uh, beginning of the year, end of last year. Um, but yeah, I could listen to him all day. But um, Danny Kelly. I don't know if you uh, ever heard him on the radio or anything, but he talks and talks and talks. I but think he was, I heard uh, him on on, on um, I I think I heard him on. Yeah, I did hear him on talking about football and about Spurs on a podcast. He, it might have been one with Tim Vickery. I think I don't know. Maybe he's um, massive friends with Danny Baker. Yeah, and um, back in the day, obviously there's Chris Evans, Danny Baker. Danny Kelly and Paul Gascoigne. Yeah, yeah. all the time. But anyway, Danny Kelly um, used to work for the NME, he's the editor of the NME, and a few other real highbrows. High, it's a highbrow, it's not highbrow, but you know, um, 
real music magazine. So he's got a massive background in music as well. So he's my type of guy, music and football, really. And uh, I love both, you know, just as uh, just as much as the other, which is why this whole podcast is good, because it marries them both. But Danny Kelly went on for so long, he actually put it into two parts, this Theo Delaney. Um, I thought it was part one and part two of this, this podcast. But some of the... Um, just going turn my sound off. Some of the... Um, stuff he talks about it's really funny because he's such a good storyteller danny kelly i think yeah and uh yeah he just talks about things and he can't stop talking about them and you just get really engrossed whilst you're listening to it so um yeah i recommend that one as well um favorite i'm going to give one more recommendation and then i'll just very 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 quickly just give a couple of shout outs to a couple of arsenal ones as well yeah but um I think it's a Spotify uh, exclusive. The other, this next one, uh, slight Arsenal link because the produce one of the producers of it is uh, Tayo Papula, who's as uh, regular listeners will remember, he was actually on the, the show before doing Mesut Island discs, mm-hmm. and he's from the Tuesday Club. Obviously, he's a former DJ, musician, and stuff. Um, he uh, does this. He produces this show called uh, Giant. I don't know if you ever heard of that. And um, they, it's it, each episode is about only about twenty minutes long or so. Uh, but they talk about um, stories that you might have forgotten about, you know, in the history of football, or just very, very interesting um, things that you may never have heard of, or a deep dive into one specific subject. But it's only about, like I say, twenty minutes long. But they're brilliantly done, brilliantly done, and. Uh, just before, and I mentioned this on a podcast a few weeks ago when, when Diego Maradona um, passed away. But two or three weeks before he passed passed away, they did a, a show on Diego Maradona about when he played in Ozzy Ardiles' testimonial when he played for Tottenham. Uh, Diego did. And uh, I mentioned it and at, at the time, but it's absolutely brilliant. And um, real sort of, uh, you know, in-depth in behind the look, uh, behind the scenes look at, the, at that that particular event and the, the, they've done another one where during lockdown um, which was about um, I think it's Hampton and Richmond uh, non-league football team oh, yeah. and how the the lockdown and the stoppage of football completely affected a small club like that and um Oh, it's so good. You know, it's so, so good. It really, you know, grassroots football What and how that club like that has been affected. And, um, you know, they interviewed one of the fans and, you know, this, this club was this fan's life. You know, he did, he knew everyone at the club, you know, yeah. and there was a woman that was interviewed who, I think she the, did the club accounts, plus she worked at the bar, plus she did all the, you know, organised all this other stuff for him. It's amazing. Yeah, proper community club. And um, they were having a brilliant season before they got, you know, football got stopped completely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, will they have the players when it gets resumed? You know, will they have, they have, all these players obviously have got full-time jobs as well and they'll, what they're going to have to do. And, you know, it was such an interesting show. And, uh, yeah, it, just really recommend it. Just 20 minutes of show, as I said, and uh, just stick it on your list. I mean, they're, they're, 
they're going series. And I think at the moment it's still going on. It's about one, you know, one a week, but then they'll stop for a while, but then they'll start up again. So yeah, <clears throat> I recommend that one to listen to as well. But just a quick shout out to um, a couple of my favourite Arsenal ones. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to mention Arsenal Vision and an Arse blog like you, you know, Arse Cast like you mentioned, because, you know, they're, they're great and everyone listens to those. Yeah. Um, but a couple of the other ones people may not uh, have on their, their list. First one is the Purely Arsenal podcast. I think that's really, really good. I love the the guys. They always try and keep things as, as upbeat as, you know, we, I do, we do, you know, on, on the show. Um, but, you know, some good humour in there as well. But some lovely guys, lovely guys. And I was I'm lucky enough to be a guest on it once. Um but I think I may have uh, gone over the top with uh, maybe a couple of swear words. I've been asked back since. Uh, <laughs> I apologize, oh, guys. And I really want to come on again. But um, anyway, that, that, that's really good. Highly recommend that. And uh, the second one is the Bruised Banana. I don't know if you've heard that one. I think, you know, it's right up there with the probably my favorite Arsenal podcast. It's um, the three guys that do that are just. Alex, Tom, and uh, Dan, uh, they just go together so, so well. You know, you can tell that they're just great mates. They've been growing up together for years. Going to, and they're actually really intelligent, and, and, but they give really good sort of analysis, and their memory of, of matches is, is great. Um, but they are—they just bounce off each other so well, and they're really, really funny. And I think they've put the show yeah. together superbly. You know, um, I just yeah, I can't recommend it highly enough to any Arsenal fan out it's there. Nice. So give, uh, the Bruised Banana, the Bruised Banana, uh, it's called. Um, give it a listen. Stick it on your playlist, and you won't be disappointed. You won't be disappointed. They deserve. I don't know how many listeners they've got, obviously, clearly, but I, they deserve to be right up there with all Arsenal fans, in my opinion. Anyway, well done, boys. Um, so, yeah, that's me. Have you got any more before we move on? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, there are, you know, there's quite a few. Um, I mean, I, I'm just going to um, put those out there because they're quite the ones that I'm going to say are quite popular anyway but if you haven't i mean atletico mints is always you know really really oh, good oh that's so good so so yeah, good i, I love, love that. that um uh, i enjoy i really enjoy andrew allen and uh what's his name carl wogan couple wogan's uh oh, yeah, the, um... that's 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 kind of quite that's quite quirky and as um sort of a little bit of a sideways look at sports so they've got a, like a football section yeah, yeah. they've got quite a really nice rapport going on uh, the Allusionist is quite good, um, which is like a very much, I, I'm really fascinated by word etymology and stuff and where words come from and how language is formed and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah. I love, yeah, I love to listen to that. Um, and what's the lady's name? Helen, Helen Zaltzman is an excellent, uh, she's, you know, really engaging, really interesting. And I think she is the sister or husband of Andy Zaltzman, who is the presenter of the bugle podcast which is uh that's quite uh, a sort of funny fun sort of satirical uh look at the news i suppose um yeah. 
let's have a look. Uh, I think Russ Russ Morgan has put. Uh, he used to love the Guna Fanzine podcast. It was on once a month. Such a shame. It kind of ended a while ago. I, I, that's absolutely right, Russ. That was a good one as well. Do like did like that one myself. Um, I remembered what I wanted to talk about all that time ago. Oh, I. Do you know what? I'm really, really looking forward to this, mate. It's not, I won't get too excited. But <laughs> <laughs> basically, what it was, was um, I was, again, one of the big two, the Arse cast or the Arsenal vision, has pretty, sort of stolen my thunder. And I can't remember which one it was, so I do apologise to any of them, but who actually sort of mentioned this before. and But I, I've been thinking about it for quite a while, actually. What it was is Mikel Arteta has obviously got uh, an idea of the way he wants to play football, right? Yeah. Uh, a style. And it's widely reported that it's he wants to play 4-3-3. In fact, he came out in the Spanish press recently, didn't he, and said he's five or six plays short of oh. you know, for what he needs. Now, in my opinion, I think he should just be playing the way he wants to play yeah. and add the players as and when he can. And people who say, well, he hasn't got a player to do that or to do that. Well, I, I beg to differ. You know, he has. And I've been saying this, like, you know, again, apologies for anyone that listens to or watches this um, uh, week in, week out. But everyone knows how I feel about Smith, Emil Smith-Rowe for a start. And when you say, like, well, he hasn't got that player, well, he has. Just play him in, in, in and just play the way that you want to play, Mikel. Just play the way you want to play, whether that be 4 3 3 or whatever. And if you feel that the senior players can't do a certain job for you, well, we have got a pl- another player that could do that job for you. And who knows? Maybe they will just take to it like a duck to water. And give them a tr- give them a show because the the maximum length of time that player would have to play that p- specific position would be six months because there's always the transfer window six months away maximum yeah. like usually four because uh, obviously bearing in mind the first one finishes next uh, <laughs> you know at the end of January so then you've only got the February March April May June five months and it will be open again if not before so just do it like that way because the rest of the team in the meantime are building up and building up their experience and getting the way and getting used to the way that that's playing you obviously get the academy to play the same way and so on down the age groups and in the meantime you will know whether that youth player it's going to be good enough. If they're not good enough, the the results aren't going to be any worse than they are at the moment for a start. But if they are going to be good enough, happy days. You know, you saved yourself 20, 30 million in the transfer market. If they, and and going back, if they're not good enough, they've had a lot of first team experience and their value for a sell on value in the meantime. So what harm? Is it going to do in the long run? I can't. There isn't one. And at the moment, we can't get any lower in the league. We're on the verge of being yeah, we can, we can get like three or four places lower, can't we, or something? Fifteenth or sixteenth? I can't remember. Exactly, but luckily, 
the two teams are pretty much already down anyway. <laughs> I think we're seven points off the bottom three at the moment. So I think we are better than three teams in the league. I don't think we'll go down. But so, <laughs> hopefully this is about the worst we're going to get. But I don't... Playing the players that have come up through the academy, for example, it's, it's not going to be worse than playing a player like Granite Xhaka. Granite Xhaka could not care less about Arsenal. He couldn't care less about Arsenal. There's several points in his Arsenal career that openly show you that he does not care about the badge. I mean, the obvious one, throwing the, the, the shirt on the floor, you would never do that if you had a lover of the club. You would never throw the captain's armband on the floor and you would never come out after a match and say we were all scared to play uh, against Watford. And you would... Um, what's the other thing he did recently as well? Um, oh, I can't remember. It's gone out of my head again. But um, he did something else recently as well. But it's blatantly obvious that he's doing this as a job. He's not got any love for the club at all. And you're not telling I'm not, me I'm, that I'm not sitting a player from the academy and he's not going to have the passion to play, you know, and run through brick walls for the club. And work so much harder than the, so many of the so-called senior players. I'm not going to agree with with that absolutely hottest of takes <laughs> um, fully. I mean, I I know what you're saying. I appreciate what you're saying. Um, but I, you know, just taking just taking on board also the fact that you know the, the that. So many of the senior players talk about, you know, how uh, passionate he is about the team um, and about being on the... Uh, but, I mean, for me, I like... So I'm going to take it back just a little bit. I, I agree with what you're saying about the... Uh, about playing the youth players. Because let's look at it this way, right? Um, we are where we are at the moment, okay? And... I've been thinking about this a lot. It's like where, okay, so we 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 were bound to get to this point at some point, and we're you know we've taken it's taken us an hour and thirteen minutes or whatever. So <laughs> we you are go too deep into okay. it. But I'm just you know I just something. No, that's I've been fine. That's about. fine. I, I think you know it is an Arsenal podcast. We might as well talk about. I'm that. not going to talk about the previous matches and analyze uh, all that sort of no, stuff. Sure. But we are where we are. Okay, and. There's nothing that we can do about that, but as a result of uh, oh, as a result of the fact that the senior players have let the team down. Now, there, I would I would not put it all on the senior players. I would not put it all on the manager, and I would not put it all on the executive committee. But between them, they do have a shared responsibility of the club being where it is. Uh, a at the point. But be uh, in in a place of where they are culturally in in the in the club's culture, if you like. Mm. Um, we, I think. I mean, this is just me being opt an optimist. I think that it's quite obvious that there's some changes need to be wrong. I don't agree with all the reactionary people on Twitter that say, "Oh, sack the manager." I don't think that's going to do any good. I don't agree also with the people saying, "Oh, we need to spend." 250 million we don't have that kind of money um but 
I do agree with the fact that the senior players have let him down. Okay? And they also need to fight for their place. Yeah, exactly. Right. So he's, he made the point in his uh, tenure that, you know, that it was very much a meritocracy. Now, if these players aren't doing the business, the likes of, you know, William, I mean, even Aubameyang, like, you, you know, Absolutely. you need to let everyone know that they are not immune to being benched. You know, uh, I have to say that, yeah, that out of the people that, that I could pick out, yeah, Granite Shaka, um, Yang. I mean, Lacazette was okay. He's been played out of position, but uh, I, I guess he showed a bit of passion and a bit of spirit. He's not the answer there. I mean, there are who else? Uh, William. I've said him. I'm like, have I said William? Mm. Okay. Uh, where? Who else are we looking at here? Uh, I mean, even Bellerin. You know, Ainsley Maitland-Niles perhaps needs needs a, a go there. Sit Bellerin down for a bit. Um, stick Willock in there. You know, see what he can do for a couple exactly. of games. I mean, like I said, like I had about Smith Rowe. If if Smith Rowe. For example, which I know I, I know that he wouldn't be, but if he if just say he turned out to be absolutely toilet week in week, you'd obviously not to carry on playing him. But just the sheer fact that you've dropped dropped one of the more experienced senior players and put him in in the first place is a good thing, I think. But if he does if he does like not deliver the goods, then fine, you know, take him out the team again for a, for a while. But it's it's you're not going to lose by doing that because, like I said, by playing him in the Premier League and gets, giving him first time, it's only going to put his price up just because his appearances for Arsenal in the first team in the Premier League will count to upping his value, regardless of how we think he's got on. He's not going to uh, we're not going to ben not benefit from that. So the whole process of doing it as well, like I said, it it, it gives the more experienced players a real kick up the arse that they need as well yes. uh, at the same time so whether we whether we actually benefit because these kids take take to it like a duck to water and just fly like you know like someone like Tariq Lamptey has for Brighton uh for example look at him he's fantastic you know and he's yeah. he was only uh they bought him for one and a half million quid and I mean, how much would he go for now? I mean, all the clubs are looking at him. I mean, so, even recently, 19, 20. Chelsea, but, uh, uh, you know, who are, you know, money bags team, but he, I mean, he came out of absolutely nowhere as well and he's cemented a place in, you know, in the in the team too. Who did you say? Sorry, you uh, you broke up. When... James, you know, from Chelsea. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you, uh, you, you don't know. But... Opportunity, don't they? Look um, at Curtis Jones from Liverpool. Yeah. What a player he is. And obviously, um, Terence Trent Derby at, at, at Liverpool as well. He, I mean, he's the best right back in world football now. now. And he, Such a song voice. Such a, exactly. you, you are aware that you did say Terence Trent, Trent Derby. Yeah, I call him Terence Trent. I call him Terence Trent Derby. You should know that. If you, I say it all the time. But yeah, that's my name for him. But he's... Um, <laughs> Terrence. All these kids just took off. You know, who's to say that what one or two of ours, if you played them every week, that they wouldn't do the same? So yeah. that, that's what I'm. I think that Mikel Arteta should 
stick to his principles. Yeah. Do what do what he wants to do and stick with it. Because I think that's what um, Klopp did from day one at Liverpool. And as and when he could, he changed the weak links. And I think we just need to do the same. Anyway, yeah, but... Uh, he midfield that he can... And, well, pretty, I was going to say midfield, but actually, mostly, he could rotate the entire team, really. But his midfield, just play, He, you know, one-on-one on, one off. Yeah. Like, that. That that's... They've got to the point where... Doesn't really matter who's playing in midfield. Like they'll they'll, they'll right. still be like a really well functioning, well organised, well drilled midfield. <laughs> exactly. Well, Miguel Aziz, who I watched um, for the under twenty three, uh, under twenty ones, under yeah. twenty three, um, yesterday, absolutely looked class. Absolutely class. And yeah, I don't. I, I honestly don't. I don't think when you've got the ability. Uh, as loads of clubs across Europe show, if you, if you're good enough, you're old enough. And yeah, I've, I've given this up uh, this example countless times. But the front three of Borussia Dortmund and no one again, no one can tell me that Borussia Dortmund aren't at the moment a bigger club than Arsenal, with bigger aspirations of winning their league, a strong league, and winning the Champions League, which they're in year in year out. And at the moment, I'm afraid to say we're not. That's sure. So, but nice. uh, the front three—they've got Claudio Reyna's son, haven't they? Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Gio Reyna. He's right. uh, he well, he was seventeen when he was playing week in week out. He may be yeah. eighteen. I don't know. But Harland, who oh yeah, Harland, who is nineteen, and uh, Jaden Sancho, twenty, and um, Jude Bellingham, who. Yeah. was 17, maybe he's 18 now as well. That's their front four, you know, and a couple of them rotate in and out. But apart from that, incredible. And no, you can't say they're not good enough. I mean, and and Smith Rowe is 20 now, and yet we've got some kind of stigma saying, no, he's not ready. Too early, like don't ruin their careers. Oh, no, he hasn't got the muscle, blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, we've had yeah, loads of yeah. players. That, that, LinkedIn, no, yeah. Was Cesc Fabregas completely, you know, a huge muscle man? No. No. If you've got the ability, just you've got the ability, that end of. So I just think we should give them a try. And tomorrow, we'll end up on this uh, um, now, then we can, we can wrap up. But in my opinion, the Europa League tomorrow, I... <laughs> And this is not my uh, probably a serious opinion. However, it's semi-serious. <laughs> I wouldn't mind putting all of the starters that played against Tottenham on that pitch tomorrow in Dundalk. <laughs> and then put all the players that played last week uh, in the Europa League yes. uh, yes. to Rapid Vienna, yes. played them against Burnley on Sunday, yes. reward them for their real good performance. Good and exactly, and then put all the players that played against Tottenham against Dundalk tomorrow. That will that will teach them. That's proper bring your dinner kind of uh, levels of uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> levels of aggression from the manager, isn't it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But no, I mean, in, in all seriousness, I wouldn't mind doing that. But I uh, would love to see all the proper young players. I mean, I'm talking about uh, Balogun. 
I'm talking about Aziz. I'm talking about um, Serjan. I'm Smith talking Rowe. about um, Smithrow. Yeah. Um, uh, Taylor Hart, who looks amazing. Uh, I would love to see all of those players have a go tomorrow um, from the start because uh, if you're not going to play them tomorrow, when are you going to play them? Yeah, I mean, I've got to get Balogun signed up. I really like to see Reese Nelson kind of play for us for the first team. He, need, he needs a little run out. Pepe's still banned for what, another game, is it? Or two, two more? He's back against Burnley. Uh, so, yeah, he's, fin he's finished his ban now, yeah. Oh, oh is he? No, no I, I think uh, Burnley. Uh, no, I'm sure he's back for Burnley. Well, if he's not, I'd like, to see, I'd like to see Reese Nelson chuck down the chuck down the right hand side there. Yeah, Willian, Willian has to, you know, he needs to be sat down, man. That worries me. It does worry me. What's what's happened? What's happened to him? I just don't. I just don't know. I'm not writing him off at all. You know, I, I, I still think it's early days. For a new player in a new club, I'm not. I'm not overly concerned about that. What I am concerned about is that he uh, he gets preferential treatment considering his form. It's shitty, and shitty form. Yes, <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. dog shit. You know, yeah. and why you can't play? Um, and same with Xhaka. And why Reese um, Reese Nelson doesn't take over from Willian for a spell? And why Maitland Niles? Who it looks class every time he plays lately yeah. is not playing instead of Xhaka. I'd love to see Maitland Niles against Burnley or, or, or Bellerin, but I prefer Xhaka because I, I I would love to see him have a run at midfield. Yeah, me too. Then, what is the point in putting on all these great performances in the Europa League if you're not going to yeah. get rewarded? And they then sit down and watch this turgid stuff that the main team are kicking out every week in the Premier League and they look at these players as a human being they've got eyes and they can see like same week as we can and they can see these shitty performances and if they look in there thinking why the hell am I not playing ahead of him exactly it's not good no. for morale is it not you want good for players morale. to be hungry for the first team not to lose heart you know and yeah I, I, exactly. I absolutely and we can't say that he's not giving certain players a chance we can't say that he hasn't but not enough because you can't keep picking Willian week in, week out, watching him and thinking he's doing all right. Yeah, I'll pick him again for the next game. You, I, that's not right. It's not on. Not right. So, uh, anyway, that's it. Uh, we should... Yeah. I'm torn tomorrow because I would also like maybe to put a Bamiyang in tomorrow to get him to score a few goals, but also yeah. as, a, as a little bit of a punishment as well because his... Performance as a, co a captain was yeah. an absolute disgrace um, against Tottenham, and that that interview he put out before the match is it actually made me quite sad and angry at the same time that the club felt that that should be put out. Mm. I mean, did you see it? That, that when you looked, oh my god! Search it out on Twitter. It was a uh, some kind of like a, a Zoom type call that he did before the Tottenham game. Was supposed to rally the troops as the captain, and he looked 
he looked downright miserable. Yeah. And out of sorts. Uh, That's not him at all, is it? I'm not even that. He he, uh, he looked like he had a gun to his head in one of those videos that he, when it, uh, someone's being held captive in, in the Middle East somewhere. And yeah. and he was he was being told to renounce his religion or you know and say yes they're treating me very well you know that it was it was like that you looked utterly depressed so yeah, yeah. You must have a look at it it's, it's not long it's only a minute or two but it it was an absolute disgrace and why the media team at Arsenal thought yeah yeah we'll put that out it, I don't know. I mean, the it was unanimous across Twitter. People were fuming about it. You know, I, I, I was, I was angry and and upset uh, at the same time. Yeah. Um, but Russ Morgan said Ober's lost his smile, and and that's kind of you know that that if Ober's smiling, you know things are going all right, and he ain't smiling. He ain't smiling. Uh, it's not good. But anyway, look, you know what? Let's let's end on a positive note and say we're going to absolutely destroy it. Is it Dundalk we're playing tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah, be on, be, be it would have yeah. been an amazing way okay, to do it. A full prediction from you, mate. Uh, four nil again. I think that's pretty standard uh, for this. This. Uh, I think I think he'll play. He'll play a really kid-heavy uh, squad uh, team. And I think it will be 3 0. Yeah. The pressure's off completely, uh, and people will be able to express themselves on the pitch. I think Pepe has shown, again, I don't care who we're playing, he he has really sort of stamped his mark on the last couple of games and yeah. shown what a player he is. And no matter what, even if he runs the ball out of play three or four times in a match, even if he skies one cross out for a throwing every now and then. To be picked. I don't care. I, don't, I do not care because I love watching him play. I love watching players like that play. They get you out of your seat. They get you excited. Sometimes they get you really mad. But I'd, I'd, mar I'd rather have that every day of the, of the week rather than watching Willian. I'm sorry, but you know, there's no comparison in Amen the years. Amen to that. No, no comparison. Have a bit of a maverick on the pitch. That's what I want to see. Yes. Uh, yeah, Russ has gone for 4-0 as well. Um, so you've gone for 3-0. I, I think it's absolutely... I'm looking forward to it. I am, because we are allowed to take the handbrake off in these games. And uh, it's been a joy to watch, really. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Thanks again, mate. It's great to have you back. Yeah, man. Good to be back always. Yeah, next Wednesday. Yes, indeed. We'll be there. Thank We're you. I'm basically on the end of a double Arsenal win. <laughs> get yourself a Wi-Fi signal booster in the meantime. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Actually, full renewal. So um, it's, it's <laughs> not like that. It's because we're so remote. They they're too tight to uh, to run a cable up here. The uh, whoever it is, BT. Who does the anyway? Who does yeah, the case? Well, it depends. They haven't run one up to us. That's why it's such a crud signal. But anyway, yeah, no, I've had a, a lovely time tonight, mate. Um, and happy 100th birthday. Yes, thank you very much indeed. And to you too.
Thank you to everyone in the chat. Thank you ever so much, Russ. Uh, great as always um, in the chat there. Great, some great comments. And uh, thank you to everyone else. Thank you to the two guys from uh, who said that they followed me on Twitch, I think they did, and which is, uh, I think, I had my first couple of followers, full stop, which is fantastic. What was the name? Loist Boy, Lion Harley as well. So thank you too as well. Make sure that you subscribe to this channel. Please give us a like before you go. Includes yourself, Chappers. Uh, on your way out, give us give the video a like. That'd be fantastic. Tell oh, your friends as well, please. Uh, and thanks again. Thanks to the people that are listening to this on the audio version of the podcast, which is available on all of the major platforms and the crap ones as well, I'm sure. <laughs> so until, until next week, uh, I will say, tatty bye. Cheerio. There we are. Come on, you silly. Thank you for listening to From Dial Square to Air. Please help us grow by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and following the show on your preferred podcast platform. Please also visit our Facebook page, our Twitch channel, and of course our YouTube channel. And whilst you are there, please subscribe and hit the notification button so you don't miss any upcoming shows. Please also press the like button on the video so we can get recommended by YouTube to other Arsenal fans all around the world. See you soon.